Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hub Podcast. Here at the Hub, we will be talking all about every little bit of information needed to win weekly and dominate your league to win that Super Bowl, plus to keep the trash talk up with everybody in your league. My name is Jared Sollenberger, and I will be your fantasy football guru. I've been doing fantasy football now for five years, and I have won three times out of the five years in two leagues. I fell in love with fantasy football because it felt like I was managing my own team, and I became quickly addicted like mostly everybody. After that, I just started following everything. Picking up players in the waiver wires helped me most of the time. The year the running back, Devontae Freeman, exploded for the Atlanta Falcons drove me to the Super Bowl in one of my leagues. So some of these players you pick up could be the driving force for your team to win. Waiver wire pickups of the week. All the statistics and upcoming schedule games are coming from my personal favorite fantasy app, which is the Yahoo Fantasy Football app. Alright, I'm going to do a top three list on who to put a transaction in for for week two. At number three, we are starting off with John Ross III. With the absence of star wide receiver A.J. Green, John Ross saw a dozen targets from quarterback Andy Dalton. Ross hauled in a pair of touchdowns, had seven catches, and 158 yards receiving against an improving Seattle defense. Why I have Ross at three on my list is because in their upcoming matchups, they have to face a phenomenal pass defense in the 49ers and the Bills defense who helped them get a come-behind win against the Jets. Then game four is against Steelers, which you will see him have a big game. The sad thing is, after the Steelers game, A.J. Green is expected to return. During the next two weeks, John Ross is a boomer bust player for me against these two tough defenses. Second player coming into this list is none other than the old deep threat Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun grabbed two big play touchdowns and I do not see him stopping either. I think the Philadelphia Eagles offense is very dangerous with Deshaun on the field. Defenses will have to worry about them throwing Alshon Jeffrey on the other side of the field and that will leave Deshaun open downfield. Deshaun had 10 targets for 8 catches and 154 receiving yards. Deshaun is starting to become one of Carson Wentz's favorite targets. Deshaun was already a starter so you would not have to worry about a player coming in and taking those targets away from him. The Eagles' upcoming games are against the Atlanta Falcons and Detroit Lions. Both of these teams had terrible defensive performances. The Lions had a 27-point comeback happen against them by the rookie quarterback. The Falcons were down by 28 at half, and they only scored in the last two minutes. I see the Eagles and Deshaun torching these defenses and having big games throughout the season. He is a must-add and must-start immediately. With the final player, it will be tight end Darren Waller for the Oakland Raiders. Considering how tight ends are a rare commodity every year, this is a must-add. After the Raiders release wide receiver Antonio Brown, they need for somebody to step up and take on a big role in getting targets. Darren Waller was definitely able to fill that role with having 10 targets for 8 catches and had 70 receiving yards. With quarterback Derek Carr looking a whole lot better this year, Darren Waller will become the 4th best tight end this year for fantasy. The Raiders organization have fallen in love with him, and John Gruden head coach wants to use him in their offense a lot more. They have a mediocre defense coming in on their schedule, and I see them targeting him a lot to open up the running game and other players. Not dropping players has made me lose in my league a couple times. This is one of the things I had to learn quick. I was a big fan of running back Jamal Charles when he played for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I had him the year he started to decline for them with injuries. I kept him on my team for the longest, and there were so many games where he was only putting up 5-6 to six points per game. He cost me the biggest pot of money that year in one of the leagues. After that, I knew I could not keep somebody on my team that is underperforming, so it is easy for me now to let go of players that are not performing to where they were supposed to be or how they came in ranked. Drops of the week. OJ Howard is the first one to be dropped. He carried a lot of hype coming into the season. Most experts were believing he could be a top three tight end this year, and the first game did not show at all. 
He only received five targets, caught four of them. He had below 40 yards receiving. With the Buccaneers getting a new head coach in Bruce Arians, that means Jameis Winston was supposed to take that next step to be a great quarterback, and it did not look like that. With bad quarterback play, I just do not see O.J. Howard having a good season. He is not a main target in the Bucks' offense and will not be anytime soon. The last player to be dropped is Corey Davis from the Tennessee Titans. He has slowly been disappointing in his career. Marcus Mariota has never given him any targets since he has come into the league. Titans have drafted a new receiver in A.J. Brown, who had 100 receiving yards in Week 1. I do not see Corey Davis being used and believe he is useless to have on your team when many other receivers have started playing better, and the run game with Derrick Henry has greatly improved for the Titans. Thanks for coming to the Fantasy Football Hub podcast and listening to my ideas for your fantasy team. Hopefully these players can help you out and you can drop the players for the players stepping up their game. Get the insights here at the Fantasy Football Hub and always stay winning.